George suddenly felt much less anxious, but he wondered why the only National Weather Service location capable of sending a signal was so far away. He thought, Albuquerque? That means that the centers in Omaha, Denver, Amarillo, Lubbock, any others in Texas, and, and even Kansas City and Chicago are no longer operational. I wonder how big this thing was. I knew that they had to redefine the tornado scale, but I didn't know it was this widespread. This must have been terrible. He climbed the stairs to exit his shelter, and he emerged. Much to his surprise, his home was untouched by the storms. It looked very out of place, as a mansion would look inside of a landfill. The surrounding area was exactly that, a landfill. Devastation and destruction were the rule, and his home was the exception. However, it was not alone. There were about six other homes within George's line of vision still standing on their foundations. Three of them were damaged, while the other three were completely unscathed. Other than the few places the storm spared, the town looked like an apocalyptic nightmare. The wreckage included twisted metal that had used to be vehicles, leveled buildings, dead animals, and bodies of people who either did not or could not seek shelter. George had expected to see destruction, but he expected neither the scope nor the random pattern of it. He had expected to see whole neighborhoods leveled and casualties in the wake of the storm. He had not expected entire properties to be left untouched, while other places were completely destroyed. George decided to try and call Jim Storms. He picked up the phone and dialed a number, feeling very anxious about the result of the call. He knew that there was a chance that the phone would not be answered, but he also knew that there were a plethora of reasons that might be the cause of the unanswered call. Jim could have been killed in the storm, or he might have escaped, but not yet received the word that it was safe to emerge. He might have left town during the storm. The phone lines might be down, or his particular phone might be out of service. All of these thoughts raced through George's mind as he dialed. He heard the ringing, and his heart began to race. At least the phones are still working, he thought. Hello, said Jim in a crystal clear voice that conveyed no sense of turmoil. This is Jim Storms. George's heart leaped, and he said, I was so worried about you. I have been hiding in my storm cellar for what seemed like years. Is everything on your end still in decent shape? Jim replied, Untouched. The thing must have gone right over the top of my place. How are things in your end? The exact same thing that happened over here. How bizarre, said George. He continued, I didn't think it was possible for a storm to be so destructive and yet so random in what it destroyed. Jim responded, That kind of thing happens all the time. A twister will completely destroy an entire block but leave the houses on the corners untouched. A whole shopping center will get leveled, but the Walgreens will be completely unfazed. It's not so unusual, George said. Well, you learn something every day. I just called to see if I still had a friend here. Glad to know you're doing well, Jim said. Takes a lot more than wind to take me out. Call me if you need anything. I'm always here for you, buddy. George replied. Thanks, friend. I really appreciate that. If you need someone to talk to, I'm here for you, too. Bye for now. George hung up the phone and looked around at the carnage. He was very relieved to still have a friend in this strange place. The next morning, George turned on the television. National broadcasts could now be seen in Kansas. The reporter said, 
Tornadoes are known to leave carnage in their wake, but this was a storm of unprecedented magnitude in all of recorded human history. 917,000 people lost their lives in the chaos, and untold, obscene insurance claims are now expected. George could not believe his eyes and ears, not only because he was having a hard time imagining the scope of the storms, but also because he could not fathom how his home was untouched by this massive storm. He also had a hard time believing that anyone else's property had escaped the damage of the storm the way his home had escaped the carnage. The reporter continued, The land is littered with destruction and death. That was to be expected, but... This has left these communities, and indeed the nation, in an absolute state of shock. Unprecedented levels of absolute chaotic devastation are prevalent throughout the midsection of the United States. Survivors are rare.